Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Sports Radio 92.7 FM WFNZ. Straight fire. This is the Wesson Walker Show. Even the crowd knows what's coming next. How we feeling, Charlotte? You feeling all right? We feeling disappointed? We're going to be here to help you break down your feelings. After the Hornets revealed that they would be picking second overall. The NBA revealed that in the NBA draft lottery last night. It's Wesson Walker Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. We appreciate you joining us for the next three hours. You can text in your thoughts, your comments. Probably a big feeling show today. So I want to know what your feelings are. 704-570-9610. Again, 704-570-9610. That's the Garage Door Guru text line. This is the same question you asked, Wes. You were filming the video that you can find on our social media handles. Westcott Range, Walker Mail, Wes and Walker, WFNZ, at before all those handles. You were asking us, is this a happy hmm. or a sad show today? Mm-hmm. I'll reverse it. What about you? Is it happy or sad for you today? I mean, it's just annoyed, man. It just continues with the city. I know I haven't always been fans of all of the teams in this town, but just for a kid growing up here, wanting to have those stars here, wanting to have the guys that bring the eyes and ears to the city, and it's just frustrating. We miss again. Shaq, AD, Dwight Howard didn't get them. It just remains that Larry Johnson is the only number one overall pick that we've gotten which was fantastic, but we had a chance to get the prospect, the guy, and we miss on him again. It's almost like you wish you would have been fourth or fifth, even though you don't, but you wish you would have been fourth or fifth, man, just not to have the agony of sitting mm-hmm. there at second and waiting for him to open the envelope just to see. It got so real. That it's the second pick. It got very real. Let's actually, let's go ahead and pull up to the scene. We got some text messages coming in right now. I, my mission today is if you are disappointed still, about the Charlotte Hornets picking second overall. My mission is to get people excited about it. After the initial disappointment, granted. That's very nice of you. It's fair. That's my mission today, Wes. And same thing for you, the listeners, maybe Fitty. That I want everybody to get on the happy train today. What's the stank face for, Fitty? Why is mine a maybe? I'm a part of the show, damn it. Don't you want me to be happy? Yeah, but I didn't know how angry you were about the Hornets not getting number one after you downplayed it all day yesterday. Oh, I'm pretty upset about it because I... No, he didn't downplay it. He hated it. I didn't allow myself yeah. he hated to get to that place, you know? He didn't want him to get it. Oh, no. Okay. Pull up any second of the tape where you seemed at all excited about the Hornets' chances getting Wimby yesterday. No, I didn't, but it wasn't like I didn't want him. Like, I wanted Wimby here. I just never allowed myself to go to that place to get as hurt as you did doing a live Locked on Hornets podcast. Uh, Wes was doing a live reaction. I just I was prepared for the disappointment. Uh, I wanted Victor. I he's wanted that to see guy. you he's naked. That guy. Whoa. I wanted you naked. And we love basketball. Uh, We're a basketball show. 
He would have made basketball popular again here in Charlotte. Fitty, I am surprised at all of this. This is not the tone that I got right. whatsoever yesterday. Wes agrees. But still, nonetheless, you're the bus driver. Let's go ahead and pull up to the scene and start to eat our feelings. Let's get off the bus. We look good getting off the bus. I got something to say. Damn! the text messages first. Spence said, Walker, imagine if you were the Pistons or the Rockets winning 16 games, but picking fifth or fourth respectively. LOL. See, that's the kind of attitude that I want. It could always be worse. It would always be worse. That's right. I love it. Uh, Matt and Greensboro said, immediate reaction when watching last night was bleep the Spurs. 704 writing in something completely false. MKG 2.0. That's not true. Wow. Bradley Blanks wrote in, draft lottery was rigged. They teased us with of the course. number two pick. I'm fine with Scoot, but damn, missing a player like Wimby Hurts. We can get to some more of the text messages. I do want all of these coming in. Here's my reaction, right? Fitty's right. Doing a live show for Lockdown Hornets. We saw the results come in. And once they got past six, because that was the single selection that the Hornets had the highest percentage of getting, it was a 25% shot that they would get six. Once they got past that, it was very unlikely that they would get five at only a 7% chance. So I knew we'd make it to the break, which then gave you a very real possibility of getting number one. Then we got the C fourth revealed. No Hornets logo. Three revealed. Wes, we got to a 50-50 yes. shot last night. Yes. I know you put out your live reaction as well on social media. So everyone got to see both of our live reactions. It took me about 15 minutes, maybe 10, to digest and think about an alternate universe that saw Wimby in a Hornets uniform. Okay, we just missed out on LeBron? No, oh, that that hurts. <laughs> Wait, did we just miss out on Akeem? Oh my God. Oh my God, it was so close. We missed out. All right, that's fine. Ralph Sampson, except healthy for his career, hopefully. Oh my God. Oh, Anthony Davis again? Yeah. The floor with it being Anthony Davis? Did we miss out on that? All of that was very disappointing. If you went through those feelings... Well justified. It's hard to see a generational prospect be so close within the grasp and then it slipped from your fingers. But this is not MKG. This is not just some quote-unquote consolation prize. This is actually a great spot for a team to have the second overall selection in this NBA draft. Wes, there are a lot of first overall selections that would go second if Scoot was in that NBA draft. Scoot at number two is the guy that I'm heavily leaning towards. Not even towards. I'm cemented. I'm there. I am excited about the potential of Scoot Henderson and LaMelo Ball in that backcourt. There's going to be a lot of debate between him and Brandon Miller after the freshman season. He just put up with Alabama. I get it. The archetype on paper, the singular bars as you go up in height. Hey, he's more of a prototypical wing. I get it. But the idea of Scoot and LaMelo together is going to be crazy hard to guard for opposing defenses. That's why I think he's the pick. That's why I'm still excited despite the initial disappointment. Yeah, I mean, I've told you from the beginning that I'm not that excited about Scoot Henderson. But at this point, I have to start to be because I just feel like, you know, he's a Derrick Rose type, can't shoot, especially in this day and age. When you talk about NBA basketball, what's most effective, but he will bring a different element. And I just felt like when you and I talked privately before, I was like, even when he gets to his apex, so to speak, what's the difference between him and Terry Rozier? 
uh, when you talk about oh, wow. what this guy could be. I mean, and I'm not saying that their games will be exactly alike, exactly alike, but I'm just saying the Hornets will have a guard that at his apex will average 22, 23 points a game. He'll be able to get to the rack. He'll hopefully develop some type of shot. And I just wanted, it's like, what direction do you go, though, if you are the Hornets? Because if you do plan on bringing Miles Bridges back, okay, if you draft Brandon Miller, then you have a, a the big wing that can score, but then you're about to bring that guy back as well, probably. So it's like the Hornets are kind of in no man's land. They have a lot of guys, a gluttony of guys that play similar positions. So with this draft pick, that's why getting Wimby was going to be so nice because you would have something that was so different than what you already have on your current roster. Well, and to be fair, what everybody has, nobody has Wimby because we've never seen him. True. But with Scoot, I, I really watch the highlights, watch the lowlights too. Scoot with the basketball in his hands is extremely trustworthy. That guy's handle is amazing. He's going to come into the league already with one of the best skill sets at the ball handling kind of spot in the association. He's also a very, very good passer on top of LaMelo being an elite passer. He's great at getting to the rim. He's built like a linebacker. And you keep comparing him to Derrick Rose. Mm -hmm. You keep comparing him to some of these athletic point guards, maybe a John Morant, a Russell Westbrook, possibly. Russell's taller, but still the athletic, maybe John Wall, somebody, right? Like the athletic number ones coming into the league. But that's a good thing. For him to be somebody, honestly, I think is more skilled than some of these other guys that we're talking about. Derrick Rose, not a great shooter either. But the problem with Derrick Rose was that he got injured. The dude won an MVP. Yeah. If Scoot is compared to Derrick, except I think he's a better passer than Derrick. Derrick was explosive. I for That guy explosion was unreal. Okay. Especially being, I, it always felt like there was an injury waiting to happen for him. I don't get that sense watching just the build of a Scoot Henderson. Way different from Ja. Ja is is real skinny, right? So that's not the same thing about Scoot Henderson. Scoot also way better built than even John Wall, who was athletic as well. I don't see the crazy injury concerns. I see a guy that also cares about defense. He's You talk about the dog in him stuff. That guy cares a lot about off-ball pressure, too. I, I just think also he pairs so well with LaMelo. There's a reason people were talking about Scoot Henderson and Wimby. And when those guys stepped up, right? Like that was the Super Bowl for Scoot Henderson. What did he do? Stepped up and played out of his mind because he cares about that type of stuff. I will say, if you talk about Brandon Miller in the tournament, he wasn't very good. Right. He was playing through an injury, but Brandon Miller also wasn't very good in the things that he did do. I, I'm really excited, man. I think that pairing is going to be awesome. I mean, when you look at the guys that, that win in this league, that win the championships, a lot of times they're led by big, dominant wing players, and so that's the thing. Do you feel like you have that with Miles? I know uh, a lot of people will point to Steph Curry, and yes, he has been the catalyst, and he's kind of an outlier, so to speak, when you talk about a guy leading leading his team, being a small guard to a, a, a championship. But you still had KD for two of those that was the lead dog as far as offensively. Then you look at the LeBrons and you look at the final four that we have right now, the Jason Tatums, the Jimmy Butlers, and then, uh, you know, Nikola Jokic, which is a, a dominant big. But I just want the Hornets to go out and find that dominant wing player. And I felt like that's what they were going to get. So do you want Brandon Miller? I don't. Because of the all the other stuff that comes with on him the as well. if, if if he did not drive the car um, that had the gun in it, are no, you taking it, Brandon no? Because when I watch him play, I mean, if you if you had to pick the next best prospect, I guess you would. But when I watched him play, I didn't see special franchise changing 
NBA championship piece type of yeah. player. P- people that want Brandon Miller, it, it's not it's not crazy wrong. Like, I get why you like Brandon, right? He was awesome last year. I'm not trying to diminish that. But what I am trying to say is projecting at the next level, I do worry about the lack of separation that he can't get because of the lack of athleticism. He is versatile. I do think that he can be a good defender. He is a dead eye from the three-point line. But I also value guys out there on the wing and in the backcourt being able to break down defenders off of the dribble especially if you're going to be out there because that's how you're able to create that's how you're be, that's how you're able to get to the line without turning it over right like that's one thing we can go to with the Jalen Brown who is very athletic who is a great defender but what's one thing that holds him back his assist to turnover ratio ratio and his handles are not good yeah. that's the problem it's why he'll never be Jason Tatum despite him being a good player I I, I you'd love to have a Jalen Brown but imagine that without the athleticism and even the defensive tenacity. You know, still good shooting with Miller, but he can't be your Tatum. Brandon Miller, in my opinion, can't be your archetype Jimmy Butler guy out there on the wing that's 6'6 to 6'9 can handle and do everything, right? Scoot Henderson is one of the best guards we've seen in the NBA draft in the last decade. He is that kind of good as far as an evaluation process goes. And that's why I'm excited here today. And I will be talking about it along with everyone else from 12 to 3. You can keep sending in your thoughts and comments. We'll get to a lot of texts. We've got a bevy of them. 704-570-9610. Weston Walker off and roll in sports radio 92.7 WFNZ. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Keep texting us about the draft lottery on the Garage Door Guru text line 704-570-9610. Again, 704-570-9610. All right. Got a lot of text, so I'm going to try to roll through these about everybody's reaction regarding last night Mark Tatum revealing the Hornets logo and that they would be picking second in the upcoming NBA draft. 704 wrote, this chat is killing my vibe. There are two camps. I didn't watch live, but found out afterwards that the Hornets got number two. I jumped for joy when I found out those that were watching live were disappointed. I think that's fair. I think that's exactly what happened. Now, if if I were to go on a vacation and unplug and then come back and see all the results and see just immediately without watching live that the Hornets got the number two pick, I think I would be a lot more at ease with that. 
But watching it live, the anticipation builds. Oh, they're not five. They're not four. They're not three. You get to a 50-50 shot, and all of a sudden, you got LaMelo throwing lobs to Wimby right then and there, and then it doesn't happen, and you got to get over that for 10, 15 minutes, and maybe even longer for some people that only wanted Wimby, but I do like that text. Scoot can't shoot. MKG 2.0. Miller is too much baggage. Draft one of the twins. There are people calling it like, this, this is what I want to say about the MKG thing. I've defended MKG before, but, but clearly, no, didn't clearly, or clearly did not work out as a number two overall pick. No doubt. Bradley Beal was there. Bad pick. But let's provide context to what happened in 2012. The Bobcats were coming off of the worst year ever, and they fell down from that and missed out on a generational prospect. The Hornets did not just come off of the worst regular season ever. They actually moved up from the fourth spot to the second spot. That draft in 2012 was viewed as weaker with Anthony Davis being generational. This is not that. There was clearly a tier one with Wimby. And a lot of people were on Scoot until Brandon Miller had the year he did. And now there are some people putting him ahead and actually like Brandon Miller better because of what they deem is a better fit. That's fine. But this is still, this is not the MKG thing, man. Like, this is you jumping up two spots with not the worst record ever compared to 2012, falling down one spot after having the worst record ever. Very different situations. Ron the Plumber said, do you guys really want LaMelo being the best defender out of the two? Oh, he's not right now. I don't have a good answer. I do not know who to pick, however. That is my concern. I'll say this. Defensively, Scoot Henderson is short. He's 6'2". Shorter than... Maybe some of the other big-bodied guys that you would have in the backcourt. He's not crazy short, but probably a little average, maybe a tick below. That's something you're going to worry about a little bit. But I do think if you compare, a lot of people want to compare him to DSJ. Offensively, they're not in the same stratosphere. Mm. But defensively, defensively, Scoot could have those types of intangibles if he buys in on that end. And there is nothing to suggest that Scoot doesn't care. Like, that guy does not have any motor problems. He cares 100% of the time. And I think that will allow him to get over the shortcomings with him being smaller on the defensive end of the floor. The Dennis Smith Jr. comparisons, though, I do harken back to his time at NC State. And I do kind of see that a little bit offensively, just the slashing guard. I mean... We see a lot of these guards all the time that, that have this type of game, and I guess that's another reason maybe why I'm not as enthused when you talk about, which they're exciting. I have no doubt, Walk, I will tell you that I I have no doubt he'll be exciting. He's going to come here and, and make plays, and he's going to get buckets. I, I, I don't doubt that at all. When you look at the three-point percentage, you're talking 27 and a half, and he doesn't take many, really, in the G League Ignite. He's only taking around three per game, so he doesn't take many. So we know that his game – is basically ground and pound. He's going to get to the cup. And even from a field goal percentage aspect, he's shooting 42% from there. But he is a good foul shooter, 76%, which that bodes well for as much as he will get to the line with the type of game he plays. We just see these guards, you know, a lot. When you talk about the Steve Francis, the Derrick Rose, and all these guys, and they're exciting for a while. But just when it comes to what dominates in the playoffs and wins. But, you know, I, I feel like he is going to be a really good player for the Hornets, though. I'll say that much. Wes, I've got a jingle that I want to play for you. All right. And I feel like this <laughs> might get you on board. Are you ready? All right, let's go. Here we go. From the windows to the walls, it's Scoot and LaMelo Ball. Oh, Scoot, 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 Scoot. Does that make you uh, at all believe more in Scoot Henderson? And also, it's good analysis. I've got a show challenge. We are the music show on the station. Okay. I need y'all to write a Scoot Henderson song. 
with Lamella Ball to whatever kind of beat it is that you got in the in the mem- in, in your brain. I feel like y'all could do something a little bit better. That was great improv from Mac. But I feel like y'all could put together because y'all were two lyric gods. He said, "Oh, okay. Well, that was a that was a strong compliment off the whim. I appreciate that." So, um, I want it tomorrow at twelve o'clock. I want that to be the intro to tomorrow's show, not the normal Three Kings intro. I want a Scoot Henderson rejoice intro. <laughs> does, do you want us to create a rap? Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Can you not do that? I guess that's. Do we have homework? Did we just get a sign? Yeah, right. You know what I'm Does saying? Does that happen on air? Because because Mac decided to go with. Uh, from what did he say? Can you play it again? Scoot to Lamelo Ball. Play it one more time. From the windows to the walls, it's Scoot and Lamelo Ball. Oh, <laughs> Scoot, 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 Scoot. You can do better than that, right? Uh, I I don't know. As far as the hook, it's pretty good. I, it's it's a pretty good hook. I do like that one. Let's go to some more text messages real quickly. They're all about Charlotte getting the second overall pick. Um, 704, it has to be Scoot. Also consider LaMelo has been injured a lot. So not only can they play together, Scoot can be the point guard if LaMelo stays hurt. So even with some That's insurance good value. Stuff, yeah, with some insurance stuff there too. The, the thing about Scoot I want people to realize, he's really smart. Like he's a high-level basketball IQ type of guy. So when you're talking about pick and roll, secondary, second side creator, if LaMelo tries to penetrate, can't get there, decides to kick across half court, Scoot catches it, defense is left scrambling. They're trying to close out, but Scoot's too athletic, so he drives by you anyway. Now the defense is so tired by the second quarter, it starts to drain and drain and drain as you continue on. Speaking of teams that are beasts in transition, (laughs) this team would be absolutely ridiculous. Like Scoot Henderson and LaMelo running fast break all day. They're going to be number one in pace. Steve Clifford even proved last year with him, justifiably so. Like I had my questions about how Steve Clifford would run an offense with LaMelo, but they were awesome. On with LaMelo on the floor, Steve Clifford did not hold him back. Those are just what the numbers suggest. And we saw it and we advanced stats, traditional stats, whatever you want to go with. You add Scoot to the mix. That pace is going to be ridiculous. And so that's why I really like it. Somebody said they're not really worried about Scoot Henderson and the and the height because he's got a long enough wingspan at 6'9". 704 said Charlotte is the short king city anyway, which brings me to my <laughs> next point. Wes, would you rather have Wimby or Bryce Young if you can only have one? Oh. And does having Bryce Young ease the sting of missing out on Wimby? All right, uh, having Bryce Young does ease the sting because I do think the Panthers got one. Like I said, when I talk about how good good I think he's going to be, I think that he definitely eases the sting. I think if you're the Panthers and you ended up staying at nine and didn't get the prospect that you wanted and missed out on Wimby, things would really be down. But I think the town, we know the NFL runs the world as it is anyway, so people are always going to be more excited about a quarterback but I would have to go with Wimby. I'm going to be decisive here, man. I would have to go with Wimby. I mean, this guy's the greatest prospect that I've seen. When you talk about all the things that he could do, man, and just to have a chance to have a guy like that in the city, uh, international superstar potentially, uh, not to mention being a sneakerhead, you know. I would be excited huh. about uh, the sneakers that he's going to get because I have no doubt he's going to have the richest contract for an NBA rookie ever when it comes to sneaker deals. Scoot a part of Puma, by the way, too. So. You got the Lamelo Scoot thing. This is true, and I I'm not gonna flake on Puma just yet. I did like 
one color with the latest pair of Lamellos. I oh, was disappointed like though with what they did with Brianna Stewart. They made her shoe look just like Lamellos. Well, I will say it, it seems like Puma. If I'm not wrong on this, you're you're the sneakerhead. But it seems like Puma has gotten a lot of the Lamello shoe right, and nothing else has really clicked for Puma. Yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. So it will be interesting if Scoot does end up getting a shoe. I know they will enjoy having that as far as these two guys being there. But, yeah, I would go with Wimby, man, just for the chance to see just the wildness of a 7-5 guy come in a prospect that the league has never seen. It would be yeah. like having Kareem, LeBron, Shaq, any of those type of guys you want to talk about. I, I do. I love the idea of Wimby in the city. I mean, that it's why you got frustrated and disappointed. You hear me championing Scoot like no other, but I'm not going to get it twisted. <laughs> I mean, Wimby, yeah, I might have gotten naked. I might have, Fiddy. There's no mic. Okay, no, you said you were getting naked, damn it, and I wanted to see you naked. In, in a, <laughs> this is getting so weird. Yeah. In a bee suit. I would have worn the bee suit today. I yeah. would have. I, I mean, I promised, so I kind of had to, but I did say I, I mean, was going to wear the bee suit. I mean, could you just imagine if they would have gotten that one, what it would be like? But which Look, one would you? Oh, you got to answer well, no, the question. No, no it's, it's all going to the point of, yeah, I yeah. agree. Like, it's all going to the point of, of Wimby, because even with the Bryce Young thing, as much as you and I both love Bryce Young as that number one pick, it's not like it's the easiest decision in the world. And if you did think it was, certainly not as easy as taking Wimby number one. Yeah. Because there's an argument to be made for Anthony Richardson reaching his full potential. There's an argument to be made for CJ Stroud will figure out an offense, and then you have the accuracy, the arm, and the prototypical size. Will Levis even, maybe a tiny bit, but not as much. You get the idea. Mm -hmm. You could have dropped a couple of spots, and I'd still be very happy with Anthony Richardson. I'd be excited, but Bryce Young was always supposed to be the pick. Now, I'm excited about Scoot, but we've never seen anything like Wimby. Did you guys see Woj talking? It's not like it's crazy, but my God, he was hyping up Wimby. He said he's the best prospect in the history of sports, like all time. Oh, yeah, when I heard that, I was like, that's wild. But it, you know what? It's a very interesting argument. It's 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 like it's so hot. I can't immediately put it out with a ex, uh, fire extinguisher, but like it's it's also understandable. But but it's it's still because who hot. could you think of? I mean, this is a great question, and this is good summertime radio. But I mean, who could you think of off the top of your head that's been as can't miss as this guy? I I think LeBron is the answer. I do. If you compare both of these guys, the reason I go LeBron. It's because he made a lot more sense to us because Wimby, the thing that people keep going with, if you are to pull, you know, bring some kind of fault to him, people are worried because he is seven, four and he moves and he has to stop on a dime because he's got guard like skills. And so there are a decent amount of people that are worried about the injury history. There was nothing about LeBron that made you worried with his injured his or injury history. That guy's body was different in high school. People were comparing him to Magic. We didn't know what to do with LeBron, but we know it made sense. That's why I think LeBron probably the better one. But I'm, here I am. I'm talking about LeBron who lived up to the crazy expectations, yeah. and I'm saying probably. I don't know for sure. I, I mean, I have to go with Wimby just because of, like we said, all the things we've already mentioned a thousand times. I mean, I remember the first time I saw him, and you hear about the foreign players, and you're like, all right, let's check this guy. And I remember just the first time I watched him just being in – just utter disbelief of what I was watching. Mm -hmm. And if you think about it, if you put Wimby over here, because that's the only thing I could think of from a hype perspective as to why we may go with LeBron, because as far as just a prospect in their overall games, to me, he's better than LeBron was coming out of high school because of the jump shot, the three ball, 
is crazy with him. The handle, I mean, he has everything. And then, like I said, the shooting to me is what puts him over LeBron. But you just got to think, could you imagine if Wimby was homegrown out of the United States? It would have been, it was already a circus last night with him being in France. And you have a lot of American citizens walking around that don't know who he is just yet. But if he would have been from here, been from a L.A., a Detroit, he could have been from anywhere in the United States. The hype would have been, we would have been hearing about him at 12. Do you, did you see Brian Windhorst and his job last night? <laughs> did you see what Brian Windhorst had to do? Oh, uh, Brian Windhorst, it just goes to show you, I respect that guy's grind as much as anybody's. This guy, listen, Fitty, he flew to France. On ESPN's dime. Yeah. Okay. It's not easy to fly to France, but you're right. He didn't pay First for it class. out of his own pocket. Yeah. Oh, do you know? What did he have on the meal? Like, what, what did he, what's his blood type, Fitty? Oh, Goodness gracious. Probably O. Brian Winhorst flew to France for a 70-second interview, and he's going to fly right back. It's a lot, okay? Like, that's fine if you no, want to pay for him. it. him. Are we serious? That's a big time I do move. it in a minute. Okay. I mean, that's you're, a lot. You're, you're that's hilarious. Like, I mean, look, I know that maybe the time difference is a big deal. But like that's his job. He he. Hey guys, Brian Fitty, Winhorst, we all got jobs to do, he baby. He did his job, and he took five <laughs> minutes to quit. You know, popping off on the James that's and sucking on that, his teeth. Get out of that's, here. That's something for the uh, for the book, man. I mean, that's something for the chapters in your book that you did. That I would look at that as an accomplishment. I would love doing something like that. Fitty just went on a little ramp. Yeah, and I are. want everybody to know. That when Fitty has to do a little bit more than what he's asked. Yeah. I do that every day. He's also pounded that table. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't I get any help around here? I got to make any time that he's got to create one box in our nine box segment. Oh, goodness gracious. I got to do everything. I got to make the show when I'm doing the Charlotte Sports Today show. Yeah. You, know, you guys can't even create the rundown. Because you're talking to a guy that. And you he know. didn't have to fly. And nobody. What are you doing? Right. <laughs> I'm running a radio show, Dan. What are you doing? Because at one point, and I guess the reason I say that too, you know, you talking to a guy at one point, you know, I was working three jobs. I'm I just did saying, Hornets, three jobs. I, I'm just saying. it. I'm just saying, for him to fly to France uh -huh. for a 70-second interview, it seems like a lot. Well, I mean, it he, seems like a lot. He, he's got Sorry a, I came with that take. He's at least got to get like a sit-down interview or, you know, spent the day with them. Or does, is yeah, that, he did He did. Or that. does he only LeBron and Clutch get that treatment? Yeah, he, he like, was just hanging out. Just clarify that for me, Brian. Mm -hmm. He was hanging out. And LeBron probably was uh, recruiting him, even though he already has an agent. I saw in the story that they did on him, but... I'm sure LeBron was telling him to go ahead and recruit him for clutch, too, while he was there. Salesman wrote in, as a guy who's flown to Germany and back six times in the last month, Windhorst does not impress me. That's fair. If wow. you do that, if you go back and forth to Germany six times in the last month, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> Wolfpack James. We might have the text of the day. <laughs> Wolfpack James says, when Fitty, <laughs> when Fitty does more than he's asked, he throws up cereal bars. And might I add to that text, <laughs> to cover it up with a leaf. Yeah. This guy moves a dresser, throws up on Dang someone's him. property, and tries to cover it up with a leaf. And flying to Paris is too is, is too The internet for and him. the text is never lose. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would be one thing if Fiddy had the reaction to you, but that guy went Don LaGreca red face rant on me. No, okay. Don't go after my guy. I can go red face. If you want to go red face, I can. You did. No, what I do you mean didn't. You can't. I just saw you. You were snoring. Darling, 
You have snot coming out of your nose. You were so mad at that. I mean, because, like, everyone's making it like it's a big deal. Like, that's his job. And, like, he's flying first class. And he's he's going to France. It's like he's going oui, to like, oui. Croatia or something like that. He's going to... Je vous Wesley. What the hell's going on? What <laughs> <laughs> the hell's what's doing? He's speaking French. Yeah. Because he would go there, and he'd be able to conduct his 72nd interview. That's right. Bonjour. All right. 704-570. And have a croissant. 9610. <laughs> Wes will continue to speak French. I, I honestly would love for you to speak as your next undrafted free agent as if you were from France. If yes. you could do that, that would be fantastic. We'll get to that in just a moment, but we got to go to the first 50 flash of the day. What you got it's for us, Fitty? A little hometown or a big old city. Might as well share, might as well smile. Life goes on for a little city. I don't know if anyone saw this this morning while they were sulking after losing the draft lottery, but I thought about you, Wes Bryant, when I saw this news. Okay. When the first version of the college football video game comes out uh, next year, we have the first one in over a decade. Mm. The virtual likeness of actual players will, in fact, be in the game. Yes. An EA Sports rep did confirm to ESPN on Wednesday that it is contracted with one team partners to, quote, facilitate college athletes' names and likenesses into the game, solving one of the major questions about college football's return to the video game space. The partnership will include a chance for all eligible FBS players to opt in to have their likeness in EA Sports College football. I just bought a gaming system, so I, I feel like this is going to be a game that could get people back into buying this. Now that you know there's going to be actual players and actual teams in the game, Wes, is, uh, is your interest a little bit more peaked than it was to begin with? I mean, as I stare off into space, man, I'm just thinking about purchasing that system, the cursing, the throwing the joystick, the just getting frustrated on a regular basis playing the game until I master it. And then I just think about how fortunate these kids are. You know, I go in stores and I see stuff that kids can get with ease now that I used to have to bust my behind to get. Now, I think about that to say that when I used to get NCAA, I used to spend countless hours putting in names for the roster. And then it went from that to graduating to searching online for someone that had the memory card that came loaded with all of the names and likenesses of these guys correct. So I was very serious about that. And so now that it will already come ready to go, I'm loving it. I'm super excited. I will be getting a system when college football comes out. Book it. People are already mad at Fiddy for uh, throwing strays uh, <laughs> towards Croatia. Wolfpack James, why is Croatia catching strays? Went there on my honeymoon, and it's a beautiful country. People are saying, wait, hold on. <laughs> Croatia is actually a very desirable destination. <laughs> Rob the Plumber, facts. Look this up. I would Ray rather go to the beaches of Croatia. All right. So Croatia, Fiddy, not exactly a match made in heaven, except it is for everybody else. We'll go to the undrafted My Name Is segment. Coming up next, Wesson Walker Sports Radio 92. WFNZ. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, 
we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Wesson Walker Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. Talking a lot about the second overall pick. Smoke came in. Very temperamental Hornets fan. We know this to be Smoke. He came in and he was happy. He's hey, y'all, how are you remembering him? Oh, we're, we're doing well. <laughs> we're doing well, Smoke. Scoot being the second overall pick potentially. But again, I, maybe we've been talking about him too much because Brandon Miller absolutely could be that guy. So we'll continue to talk about that closer to the NBA draft. These are some guys that did not get drafted, though. In a segment that debuted last week, here's Undrafted My Name Is. They are the long shots. They are the underdogs. They are undrafted. Nash Jensen, offensive lineman from North Dakota State. That's who Wes picked. Why do you like him, Wes? Big Nash Jensen, North Dakota State, 6'3", 322 pounds, Ran a 40 and 5-3-1, but who cares what an offensive lineman runs? Unless you're running sub-5, it really doesn't matter. But his 33 reps of 225 shows that the man is very strong. That would have been third at the NFL Combine. His 4.68 20-yard shuttle would have been eighth at the Combine. So he's got some quickness to go along with that strength. In 2020... The offensive line that he was a part of ranked fourth in the fewest sacks in FCS. He's also a smart young man. He made the Missouri Valley Football Conference honor roll in 2018, 2020, and 21. And he also earned the Commissioner's Academic Excellence Award in 2020 and 2021. So the young man's got a bright future if football doesn't work out for him, it sounds like. But as far as on the field, he was named to the AFCA FCS All-American second team in 2022 after he dedicated his season to his late father. He's branded as a strictly interior prospect. He was a four-year starter. He has over 3,000 snaps under his belt. And they say that it shows on film because he looks like a very savvy football player. And they said, as you'd expect from a North Dakota State offensive lineman, he's an adept run blocker but will fit power gap schemes better than zone. And I think that this is a guy that Fiddy and I might uh, get along with because I pulled a quick quote from an interview that he had. And when somebody asked him, what should we know about Nash Jensen, the person, he said that he is a huge nerd. He said, whether it's Star Wars, Marvel, DC, anything like that, I love it. Another thing is I want to be the guy that anyone can come to for help, whether you need your car jump, need tips on technique, or just to talk. He wants to be there for him. <laughs> so this sounds like he's going to be a great guy in the community Good locker if he's guy. able to miss the ro- uh, make the roster. So I'm going to give him, uh, just off the uh, what we should know about him, I'm going to give him 15% chance. Okay. All right. Uh, Nash Jensen, the nerd that is Nash Jensen. <laughs> Is, uh, and he West looks like he could be Fiddy's big brother if you look up his picture. How does That's that not mean? a big burly looking man. Did you look him up already? No, but I mean, if he looks like he could be a relative to mine. Mm-hmm. You should look <laughs> him up and then tell us how you feel about that comment from right. one Isn't West Bryant. Nash, 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 yeah, Nash, Nash Jensen. Jensen. All right, my guy, well, not undrafted. He was drafted. 
it was just a few years ago, and then he went to play in the XFL after a brief moment with the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, Nash Jensen, I could see that. Wes showing me a picture of Nash. Um, <laughs> this guy's college stats, before we get to the XFL, is actually pretty crazy. Okay. So here's what Gary Jennings did at West Virginia in 2017 and 2018, okay? 2017, with Will Greer throwing him the football, he had only four yards shy of 1,100 total yards. 1,100 total yards on 97 receptions. So a lot of catches, a lot of yards, only one touchdown. All right, the next season, he had 40 less catches, 54 total in 11 games, 917 yards, so the average yards per reception were a lot bigger. And he had 13 touchdowns. Mm. One in 2017 and 13 in 2018. Just a crazy disparity in the stats. He's got a great athleticism score. You look at the RAS. You look at his combine. Ran a 4-4-2. He's got decent size. He's 6'1", 200 pounds, so maybe a little skinny, but does have decent size. And if you look at the XFL stats, not amazing. Played with uh, played with Miami, Seattle, and then even St. Louis in this past season. Or Excuse me, Miami and Seattle were actually some of the NFL teams he played for. St. Louis is who he played for just last season, had 11 receptions for 149 yards, did have three touchdowns. So this is someone that was a pretty good late flyer last couple of years or so when he came out in 2018 in that NFL draft. Mm-hmm. Didn't work out in the NFL, went to the XFL, maybe has some slight career resurrection, and maybe it can work out here with Carolina. I don't think so. I'm going to go very low as far as him making this uh, making this roster. I, I mean... Maybe it's too cruel, but I go less than a 5% chance. I just don't think he's going to make it. But it's because the depth. You're already trying to work with Terrace Marshall. LaVisca Chenault is someone that's even on the back end that people still like here with the Carolina Panthers. But very intriguing prospect. Like, that's crazy to have one touchdown on 1,100 yards one year and then 13 touchdowns on 40 less catches, Wes. Like, the touchdown percentage along with the yards per reception were actually pretty crazy for Gary Jennings. Yeah, and he actually wrote Anthony Beck, the head coach of the Battle Hawks, in the DM to ask him for an opportunity, DM with him and told him that he knew the draft had passed and all of these types of things. So he seems like a good young man and ended up having a, a pretty decent career overall because they put a tweet next to it and I'm guessing these are his career stats maybe or what? I'm not sure. But uh, yeah. In the XFL? Yeah, like I'll show it right here. <laughs> Those stats right there, I wasn't sure because I saw the ones that, that you just quoted as well. So I don't know if that's his career stats so, or what. So it looks like career stats me. would be 51 receptions, yeah. about 600 yards, five touchdowns. 2023, when he did that, it was 149 But yards, the weird so. part about it is because XFL just came back. So I guess they're talking about when he was with them the first go-round. But regardless, he seems like a young man that's going to come in full of uh, hunger and ready to rock and roll. And we'll see if he makes the roster. But... Like you said, with all the receivers the Panthers have, I can um, I can see your percentage chance that you gain. Yeah, things are running slim on the undrafted names, <laughs> but that's okay. The segment is fire, and so we're going to give you everybody that was undrafted, everybody that signed over from the XFL, and keep giving you the My Name Is segment as soon as we get through that entire list. Coming up in the next hour, Nada Edwards leads us off, the producer of the Ion College Basketball Podcast, here to talk about the upcoming NBA draft and the draft lottery from last night. Plus, we'll get into some Bryce Young, Jonathan Mingo uh, conversation about their combination and then 
and it's Fitty's favorites to end the hour. Coming up next, Wesson Walker Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ.